Hello and welcome to Roll for Topic. Normally this is a roundtable discussion about topics related to role-playing games, but this week we are designing a dungeon live on air. I'm Chris Saltzman. I'm Andy Rao. I'm John Corey. Kyle, can you introduce yourself? And this is the sound of my voice. Okay, cool. All right, well, we have the Splat Book with us. Um, if you have listened to this podcast before, the Splat Book is our sister show on the Roll For It Media Podcasting Network, and we are so happy to have them here. Um, and also, if you've listened to any of these design, uh, <laughs> design to dungeons from the previous years, I think this is this our fourth one we've done, our third one. Um, I think this is the third because we, okay. we did the yeah. fantasy one that yeah. I really liked, where you got in no problem, but the real adventure was coming out, coming back out. Yeah. And then we did the sci-fi one, which mm. was a blast last year. And then yeah, there was really the uh, fish one. dungeon. Uh, yes, one. the fish dungeon. So this is the number fish four. dungeon. This is this number four. This is number four. I, I've yeah. been on all of them. Was I involved so. in the fish dungeon? No. I don't think we knew you at that point. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so um, this is, yeah, yeah, we should probably link to those. Um, right. So the, the idea behind this, right, just to back up a half step, <laughs> is that uh, around the holidays uh, season, we like to do this uh, this special, I guess it's it's an annual tradition at this point, it is where now. we, in one one episode, we record us kind of coming up with an idea for an adventure in a dungeon. And then in the next episode, we actually run it as an actual play. Um, so for people who are maybe not so familiar with like, well, what is it like when you like, what, what does a GM actually do? This is sort of a, a nice peek into that, that world. You can kind of see the, like the flailing for a good idea. And then what it actually comes out as <laughs> later when you put it in front of players. Um, flailing so we, for a good idea and what you can actually get your hands on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that too. You just really get your, yeah, your, your hands around it. Um, yeah. So we're going to take probably like an hour and a half or so, and we're going to start from nothing other than like kind of a, a very simple prompt that I sent these three uh, gentlemen a few days ago. And we're going to end up with, with an adventure. Um, and I kind of want to put Kyle on the spot because he looks like he doesn't remember what the prompt was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to suggest that you recap what that instruction was for the listeners. It was I don't remember receiving. I mean, from student, my so. recollection, it was Western something dot, dot, dot. That was, <laughs> that is all. That's, yeah. I don't that's know. A that's a word. That's basically it's a short. A no, it's two words and it's, punctuation. It's a whole yeah. sentence. <laughs> no, the, the, the prompt that I sent, and this was a uh, somewhat based on the the last episode that we recorded uh was uh old west um so we want to make a, a western yeah kind of like a, i guess a, a cowboys gunslingers that style uh style of dungeon and adventure um so that's where we're going to start and we'll see where we end up <laughs> so all right is that the only right. constraint we have really just the genre right now the only other constraint that i will throw out there that you all will probably ignore is that um i'm going to be running this this adventure in a couple of weeks, so I would love it if we could design an adventure that has uh, somewhat of a time constraint to it as well, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So that's got a. We're trying to aim for something that fits in in about a two hour, two hour play session, or so, right? So we don't need to design a town and like a full campaign necessarily. What we're looking for really is sort of a, a good sequence, maybe like a five room dungeon, maybe even a three room dungeon. That's sort of what we're aiming for <laughs> in terms of length. And by rooms, you mean abstract areas of incident. You don't actually yes. mean rooms. Yeah, okay. or encounters or whatever. I've been talking Maybe. to Kyle too long. I just, I my brain. Yeah. Let's define yeah. our terms. What does yes. dungeon mean to everyone? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what does it mean? I mean, because the, the one last year, right? I mean, that had it like 20 rooms to it, right? Yeah. Like there was a ton of stuff happening and it was sort of up to the players to sort of figure out which parts of that they were going to interact with. Um, yeah, and that was a really fun adventure to run, I will say, right? And it was much more complicated than I think that prompt that I just said, <laughs> said would have would have encompassed. So, 
Um, all right. Well, I will stop babbling at this point, um, but let's kind of talk through, like, let's define our terms a little bit. Let's kind of pick pick a location and uh, just like what what's sort of interesting to us in that uh, within that prompt of Old West. I have a opening question for y'all. Do we want to lean into classic Western tropes or do we want to do something uh, or do we want to push against uh, Western tropes? Western tropes being six shooters, uh, steely eyed gunslingers, uh, <laughs> that sort of thing. My my feeling is it's always a good idea to lean into tropes unless you're dealing with like boilerplate fantasy because mm-hmm. pe- people have a lot more experience with that. I imagine like most people that that Chris is going to call on to run this you run through this dungeon will have never ever played a western <laughs> yes. RPG. Yeah. Right? It's like and it's not that's not because there aren't plenty of great western RPGs, it's just because you know, fantasy takes up so much oxygen. Mm-hmm. So I, I think let's let's get the, the six guns. Let's get the sticks of dynamite. Let's get the old prospectors. <laughs> you know, let's le- yeah. really just lean into it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really good, good point about the fact that, uh, yeah, this might be people's first Western RPG. So let's give them the, like, you know, the, the Disney uh, Wildest Ride in the Wilderness uh, tour yeah. of the Wild West trip. They should... They should all be deputized. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, this should this should be yeah. like, yeah. There's a, there's the, we should we should just pull out all the tropes that we can. Yeah. I have I have two thoughts though. I'd like to throw in one is I the you know since you said that and I haven't settled on anything, but I've been thinking. So first off, Andy, I've been listening to the Dark Tower. I'm in the middle of Wizard and Glass right now. So all right, you know, like that's definitely going to play in here. But also, like what other what other genre can we slam in here to make it interesting? Um, mm. It doesn't have to be cowboys versus aliens, but you know, like cowboys versus ghosts and zombies has been done. Uh, you know, uh, the Dark Tower is a fantasy series with with it, but instead of knights with swords, it's gunslingers. You know, but in every other way, it's a fantasy series. So I, I don't want to disrupt us right out of the gate, but but is there something we want to tweak a little bit there, um, or should we just shoot straight, partner? Yeah. Um, that is interesting. Can we, let's keep that in the back of our minds. I think if we start to run out of like, we start to run out of steam from our steam engine or whatever, right. We can, <laughs> we can sort of stop and see like what, what we can bring in. Um, I'm intrigued Quality with that. Period I think, appropriate pun there. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's always good when you have to call it out specifically, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like I, was I think afraid some of our slower <laughs> listeners just yeah. wouldn't quite catch up on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, I think my fear is like just like what Kyle said, right? Like, I mean, I've seen a handful of Western movies, but I'm not like a, I don't know, I'm not aficionado or anything like that, right? So I think if we introduce like, and also there's bugbears, right? I'll probably be like, oh well, maybe there should be, you know, like let's let's talk about that, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, okay. it's All right. it's hard right. to. I mean, it's hard to bring other genres into the, the Wild West, I think, without winding up with this sort of uh, weird West mm. kind of amalgamation setting that has been done a lot of times. And yeah. nothing against it. I I just this year I've run games in that genre, but I would be kind of interested in something that was pretty straight like pretty straight without like zombies and stuff like that. Yeah. That said it may prove irresistible uh, and we want to bring in some cool weirdness into it, but I'm, Mm -hmm. I might vote for at least uh, trying to bias ourselves towards a more realistic 
setting. Okay. Any thoughts? Yeah, the only, I'm, I'm the happy only... to be talked out of any of these. I'm, I'm not going to die on this this hill. As, no, the only the only reason I wanted to bring that up is the <laughs> one problem with the Western is yeah. um, that it's often a story of like um, vengeance or um, the the themes of the Western are actually can be actually kind of solitary and mm-hmm. and sort of um sad actually in a lot of ways especially if you've if all you've seen are clint eastwood westerns right so um one way and we're trying to make an adventure that a group of people can play through so that's the mm-hmm. one caveat is we'll have to tweak it a little bit because most now you know there's the magnificent seven and that kind of yeah. thing and so we could we could lean in towards that way um which is good yeah. but i just wanted to you know, most traditional Westerns, High Noon, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, any Clint Eastwood, it's about a solitary person resolving an issue. Um, and May it's not I... really an adventure as much as it is a, yeah. a story. So we do want to go lean a little a little more Magnificent Seven and a little less Hell Rider. Mm. I guess may, I, yeah. may I pitch you on what I think a really great Western movie to model this after is? is Please. Unforgiven. Uh, no. The, no. <laughs> <laughs> the is it good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, right, yes. it, yeah. it's okay. it's yeah. it's multiple people looking for the same treasure, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have you have this treasure hunt, you have uh, this automatic like urgency and time limit, like you don't want the, these people to get in and, and get the thing before mm-hmm. you can get to it. Uh, and it kind of yeah, it, it everybody in there is kind of like equally like scoundrelific, you know. Mm-hmm. Like n- nobody's really a good guy, but you, there's like some people. There's you know there's Lee Van Cleef who is definitely the bad guy, and then the other two yes. are kind of like well they're not great people, but they're not as bad as Lee Van Cleef, you know. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah. Like so, if we went if we went in that direction, like part of me wonders uh, about when we're creating characters if there's almost like a like a vice or like a a sin or something you know that each player has to choose and you know kind of play up as part of their part of their character yeah actually the character question is a good one i don't think we want to take like a huge amount of time and like and build out a bunch of pregens but do we want is this a game where you're gonna say i mean the characters are and their motivations are so important to a good western story i think mm-hmm. so um even if we don't so what kind of guidance are we going to what kind of party of pcs do we want to see come to the table here I, yeah because m- yeah, maybe we want to okay. rob a stagecoach and that mm-hmm. way we can be the robbers maybe we want it to be um you know uh maybe we want it maybe we're robin hood maybe this group is Robin Hood, like somebody has stolen something mm. and we want to steal it back and redistribute it. Like, like you kind of have to decide that, or are you protecting the stagecoach? Just mm. to give an example. Yeah. What were you going to say, Kyle? I, I, I think one of the things that I loved so much about, um, one of the things I loved so much about last year's, the sci-fi one is like the regular people more yeah. or less, uh, yeah. and that and how that was interpreted. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think this would be really interesting if these were like deputized community leaders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That you know, like the sheriff is like shot was shot by the 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 bank robbers who have you know hidden their you know their their bank. Maybe they stole from the bank in the in the in the town. Yeah. Which, so, so that's all their savings. money. 
Right? Yes, like, exactly. Nobody, that's if they get away, saving. you've all lost your money. There's no credit cards in <laughs> yeah in 1880, right? There's yeah, just, that's just the it. So they've the yeah they've come they've they've come back to to like un you know uh, to to discover where they buried it because they had to run because like I don't know the Pinkertons were on their tail or something yeah. like that. Uh, so, so, and they've come back through, they've shot the sheriff. So you're a bunch of like, you know, pig farmers and pitchfork salesmen, uh, (laughs) who have to like go into this creepy abandoned silver mine to go get your life savings back or something. Yeah. And I think, I think the other thing is lethality, um, or lack thereof is important, right? Because part Mm -hmm. of the, the mystique of the gun battle is, you know, not hit points so much as like who's the fastest draw. Then you kill some somebody gets shot and they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so I think we need to address that as well. Like we want the characters to go on an adventure that isn't all about avoiding getting shot or, um, yeah. or just not do a strictly like hit points six. Like we want six shooters, but we don't want create a lot of opportunities for death for the characters. Yeah, so, I think I think that should be there. And I have I have a couple ideas. Maybe we should actually talk about like a, a combat combat rules and stuff later on but i'm almost wondering right like if you see it everyone's gonna have six shooters right like that style right. of gun and stuff and i think allowing those to come out whenever combat happens is kind of interesting to me right because like a lot of like fantasy D style combat ends up being like close range stuff but like what if everybody had a gun right like really changes just <laughs> how you approach right. it and like i don't i don't play war games right so like war gamers are like well yeah this is this is what i do all the time right but yeah but, <laughs> but if everybody had a gun that was sort of hard to shoot and like not super accurate like that that becomes a very interesting what if they only stuff. have what if they only have like if you have a six shooter it does less damage Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's less accurate, but you only have six bullets. And if you yeah. have a double barrel shotgun, you only have two shots. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like yeah. well, uh, there's a real like risk reward situation. Yes, yeah, I like that. Um, okay, well, let's table that for just just a moment. And I think we need to get the kind of the arc of the story before we start talking about how cool the guns are. Right yeah, I, I recommend <laughs> we we start yeah. charting out the story, and then mm-hmm. I think it will become clear once we're ways into the story what kind of rule set is going to go best with what we have in mind. Mm-hmm. And then, Chris, if you know, you may be running this, so you'll kind of have your choice of rule sets, but maybe mm-hmm. we can make some recommendations in the course of yeah. this. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, so before we dive too far into the story, I guess I'd like to like, so we, we touched on it briefly. I'd like to call out like the stuff that you feel like is the, the most fun about, about this, this, like this kind of setting and stuff. Right. So like we've alluded to, like, I think like the, the shootout is a pretty fun thing or like a, a you know, dual at, dual at high noon or whatever. Um, I think like those are two things that stick out to me. The other one that I was thinking about is like, you know, like there's mines and there's mine cards. It'd be fun to do like a mine cart, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. right? The, the mine cart level um, in every video game is always super fun. Um, so, the, you know, there's those sorts of things. Um, yeah, I guess what else, what else sticks to y'all about that? Like, like a chase with a stagecoach and horses and jumping mm-hmm. from the horse to the stagecoach or, or the stagecoach running away because the, the, the driver has been shot and you know somebody having to jump on it and save it like i always i always enjoy mm-hmm. that kind of scene yeah just as long as there's a stagecoach right <laughs> yes uh, bl- bluffing and gambling um Ooh. not necessarily gambling Ooh. through a game although that's an obvious way to set it up but uh to me a lot of the heart of a great western is that uh you know do you feel lucky punk type of um yeah. although that's not really a western but uh that's you know uh, taking a a risk or making a gamble uh 
yeah, uh, trying to, yeah. I I think um, we need a little bit of Sunset Riders in here where mm-hmm. you get, like, the players just get, like, a small stack of wanted posters of everybody they're going to be facing down at the beginning <laughs> of the game. Yeah. So as you go into the next room, it's like it's like a like a mini boss fight or something oh, like that. So you fun. have this this sense of structure and and going after like the the um uh the 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 uh, the the outlaws that have higher and higher dollar rewards for them. Oh, nice! Uh, mm. Is kind of like as a way of saying like, okay, this guy's worth you know fifty two double dollars. You know, yeah. like, he's a serious <laughs> guy. So yeah, like that's that. that's. That's what I think. And, and just like, I don't know, just so, some like little handouts or something like that would be really fun mm-hmm. to um, to mock up for these. Yeah, that'd be really great. I almost wonder too if the the characters themselves could could also have wanted posters, right? So if we're going with the like, sure. you know, some, a gang comes in or whatever and takes down the law, like maybe they're trying oh. to insert themselves at the law, as the law and they're putting maybe, up their own wanted posters. <laughs> maybe the the deputy, maybe the sheriff had to deputize everybody that was in the the, the jail to go after the <laughs> real bad guy. So you can so that way you can play it both ways. Like yeah. they're kind of like they are either going to have a bounty on their head if they try mm-hmm. to leave or they can have their their, you know, record expunged. If they, yeah, if they like actually Suicide bring Squad, back the Western. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Oh, that's a really good setup. Okay. So, like, yeah, the, you know, like, they come in, they, they kill the sheriff. The sheriff's, like, dying breath. Like, maybe the priest is there, too. Just there's there's a witness to all this as yes. well. Right? It's just, like, you know, like, like you got to go take care of it. You know, like, here's the stack of wanted posters. You know, we know that they have a, a hideout in the mine. <laughs> the mine on the edge of town. So what do you guys think we should do about the overall structure? Uh, last year's dungeon that we designed, the space station one, uh, was light on sort of a a, a, a plot. And mm-hmm. it was really more a situation that PCs had a little bit of guidance about what they were doing. But mostly they were the PCs were just deposited in an environment that they then mm-hmm. got to kind of explore, an environment in which stuff was happening. And they got to explore and uh, bump into the stuff that's happening in the environment. The flip side of this is the more focused, like um, ones we've, at least one of our past dungeons was a little more focused and it was more of like a kind of a scene by scene kind of Mm -hmm. guiding you through a story. It does one of those sound like a more fun way to capture the Western feel to you guys. Yeah, I think there needs to be, I like the idea of there being some sort of strong antagonist that you get to confront at some mm-hmm. point in it, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, yeah, bring bring back bring back the the, the snake oil kid, dead or alive, yes. something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's just something real. Like, like yeah, this yeah, is, this I think is your all goal. Good westerns have a mm-hmm. have a clear goal, right? Like, yeah. like if you think back through the westerns that you like, or even the ones you don't like, like. Mm-hmm. Even if they get, even if they are off the goal and they end up doing something else, like they have a clear, they have a clear agenda and something they're trying to accomplish. You know, they yeah. don't, they don't, yeah. Like, like to compare it, like the sci-fi one from last year was compared it to the movie Alien, right? It's these normal mm-hmm. folks who are who are drawn into this extreme circumstance. That's what we were trying to emulate. Here, mm-hmm. if we're emulating a western, it's it's people who who may be normal folks who are drawn into the circumstance, but the goal should be clear from the beginning. That's my mm-hmm. that's my if we're doing genre emulation, that feels right to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
Yeah, it seems like so you could have a, you could have a couple of intertwined um, overarching goals, right? So I think there's the like you know bring safety to the town. There is the financial gain of like you know dead or alive five thousand dollars, right? Like that. And then there's probably also like whoever you know, you know, double snake evil guy, like right? whatever his name is. You know, it's like he might offer you ten thousand to go away, right? Like once you get to him, you know, yeah. or something like that, right? So you can have like all these, uh, I think, competing interests too. And maybe each of the players, we could you know tune them a little bit so each of the players, um, their characters want different things as well. I think that that's mm. going back to the good, bad, and ugly, right? Like everybody, right? Like or just I think a lot of westerns, right? Everybody sort of has their thing, thing that they want, and that's the reason they're out there. Um, yeah. you know, it's not just gold, right? It's gold, and also I need to get away from my family like you know it's magnificent seven also does a really great job differentiating everybody with some mm -hmm. kind of like yeah it's and this is the kind of person i am this is the kind of past i have to deal with mm. and here how here's how the chickens are kind of coming home to roost right now yeah. um but as far as like the actual thing i think you know uh bring bring back you know the snake oil kid dead or alive or um you're you're you know we're you know we we will uh yeah hang you at high noon or something like that i mean yeah. it could be it could be a yeah. pretty serious you know and maybe this sheriff isn't like <laughs> the the nicest best sheriff in the world or something like that <laughs> yeah. you know like it's it, it really just needs to be the there's you have the we have started this and this is the point of no return here is this vague goal, go into the mines and, mm -hmm. and try to, to do your best or kind of like come up with your, with your, with your other plan. But I think yeah. as, as far as the structure is concerned, just coming up with a map of the mine with a couple of different paths and a couple of different rooms mm -hmm. seem, seems like a pretty good way to kind of like get, get yeah. you all the way to the end. I'd also like the, to, oh, go ahead. well, I was going to say, I'd just like to interrogate the room idea, like, like rather than room rooms, right. Mm -hmm. uh, as in my, saying in my pretentious way, areas of incident. What if, yeah. what if one, one section of the adventure, they have to get through a couple of guys in a mine. And once they're through the other side of the mine, the second entrance, then they have to get through the box Canyon. Right. But they mm -hmm. have to get across the plains where they have the horse chase. Yeah. So like, so like the incidents are all standard Western settings, uh, that maybe aren't isolated to one single place like a mine, but they're they're contiguous in the same way a dungeon is, but they're just different Western environments that you would yeah. commonly see. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and then it also kind of makes, I think, even the travel part more interesting, right? Because it's like the, the mine's going to be not right in the town, right? It's going to be on the outskirts. So you got to get there. Um, right. I'm wondering if, you know, like thinking about the time pressure thing, like what if the, what if the snake oil kid um, had like said, like, you know, said something along the lines of like, you know, take the town, gather up all of your valuables, put them in the middle of the town. We're coming back at high noon. Right. So there's like a, we're coming back at the specific time is like with a, you know, with all like the entire gang, right. It's going to come back in. You know, so then, then I think then the players can either decide like, do we go hit them before they can come, or do we set up some sort of elaborate like trap for them <laughs> when they come back? Right. In? Um, I think that could be that could be pretty fun too. Although, I mean, then I mean, I could see then we might design this beautiful dungeon <laughs> that they just <laughs> yeah. I think you would want to pick. I, I would worry you, the you players would spend like chasing two hours chasing like plotting two hours of kind of 
tedium while like two player two tactically minded players like set up a big ambush uh, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah so okay. what let me throw something out there for a structure and let's react so so what do you guys think about this it's a, a a tiny town in the wild west a crime either has just been committed or it's committed while the pc or it's the opening scene of the adventure is the crime being committed the PCs are deputized or otherwise motivated to go deal with uh, the criminals, at least some of whom have escaped. So there is at least one. So there is like a town encounter that's either that might have a be a combination of like a combat encounter and a social encounter as they work out their deputization. And some and then a one or two travel encounters on the way there. And then mm-hmm. some sort of like a mini dungeon when they arrive. And Kyle's been mentioning kind of a mine, which is a, uh, which is a great wild west location. What do you mm-hmm. guys think about that as a structure? So poke that apart and and say what you well, want to do about it. I like it because they they get to. I, I like the mine is sort of the end. The mine is is a sort of end goal because it does work as a little mini dungeon, but it mm-hmm. doesn't restrain them to it. Um, but like the you know the the snake oil kid has stolen some stuff and we didn't know where he put it but somebody saw him by the mine so he must be there digging it up he's gonna get it he's gonna get it and get out of there um you know he rode through town shot somebody on the way to pick up his treasure found out where it was and is going to the mine to reclaim it and now we have to and on the way he's set traps and you know he's you know he's got guys waiting for him and ambushes and there's all kinds of stuff we can build into them Hmm. having to do that so i like that's me saying yes we okay. could we could also legend of Curly's gold this and say that <laughs> this is like leg, legendary cowboy treasure that mm. that he's like he's here if he gets this treasure that he's figured out where it is he's going to cross the border and we'll never get him for his his various and sundry crimes oh, uh, right. so so and that way we could booby trap the mines with old you know yes. old old booby traps and everything that are are both part you know the the evil party and our player characters have to deal with in various ways <laughs> and I then like we've just been able to give ourselves a last crusade style exactly rhyming clues about yeah. all the booby traps <laughs> yeah i think marrying that with what andy proposed right like like the bad guys come through town they've come back to get the treasure Mm-hmm. in this booby-trapped mine and that's when we get deputized and have to follow him and then then mm-hmm. we can all have a personal motivation against the snow oil kid because if he's been here before somebody's here for vengeance and somebody just wants the money and another character yeah. you know that yeah what if uh okay so what if what if the <laughs> what if like the the mayor has the map right like the mayor has the map and so like the inciting incident is that this guy goes to like you know get the map from the mayor kills the mayor kills the sheriff on the way out of town Right. And then it's like, yeah. So yeah. Like everybody knows the mayor has a map. Right. And like, he's like, he never lets anyone see it. Right. Like, so there's, there's sort of like a plausible reason, like why he's going to do this and why you're just like one step behind. I think mm-hmm. like, I don't want it to be like he, the snake oil kid has had plenty of time to plan this. Right. It's like, yeah, I got to go do it now. And everybody's coming after me now. Right. Like that puts a little bit of uh, heat, I think. On that makes too. me think of a, doesn't Treasure Island doesn't uh, isn't the map to Treasure Island like hanging in the inn, and it's just oh. a piece of background uh, decor until <laughs> until uh, until Long John Silver and other pirates show up 
and steal it because it's actually the map to Treasure Island or something. I, I may yeah, be remem- misremembering yeah, if you that. If Treasure scene. Island, like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, it's like if we are in – I don't know I don't know if pirates were over in – but if – you know, we, we are kind of like in Zorro, California, you know, mm-hmm. like area. Like we could – we could just have this be like really super old gold from like, yeah, mm. Curse of Capistrano days. Like, there's yeah. we, we could just go like straight up Treasure Island with this if we wanted to. That's yeah, that's fun, right? So like, I do. I mean, I don't want it to be like you know, like the real treasure was the friends we made along the way, right? Like, there's got to be <laughs> treasure, right? It's got to be something. Um, like just gold, even it's old, even if it's old pirate gold, right? Like. I don't know. That's not as interesting to me. I think I like it being like, I don't know, the crown of the the dead king from, <laughs> you know, like the, yeah, like something like that, right? It's got to have a, like a little bit of a spin on it. Like maybe, maybe it's like the snake oil kid thinks that it's, uh, he deserves it too, right? It's not even just that, like he's getting the treasure. It's like, that's mine, <laughs> right? Because it was my, mm. it's in my family. Yeah. And I think it has to be stolen. Or I, I, I just want the treasure to have some sort of, investment for our pcs to have them want it for some reason other than gold which i think is what you're saying right like yeah so if they get it back are they super rich or are they lauded as heroes right like do they do they have to hand it over to the u.s government right like at the i mean yeah i i think i think that's kind of the the big question i think mm-hmm. do, can they get their freedom so like the the treasure is kind of like that is the bonus what they're actually tasked to do to win their their you know stay of sentencing is to bring back the leader of the gang dead or alive yeah. uh and then can they then a, a kind of like as a denouement can they smuggle the treasure out of there without any anybody knowing uh oh. that they still have it right like yeah. I think that is that is kind of like a nice little like bow you know a cherry on top that the um that the pcs can kind of argue about or shoot every every last so it's just like they have one last shootout at the yeah. very end to see who gets yeah. the treasure yeah. that's very good about <laughs> I mean, me, we'll like. see what happens so maybe yeah, I like if, uh, i've got yeah. treasure island on my mind here but um <laughs> what if what if uh what are we calling him snake oil Snake oil, snake oil, snake kid. oil kid, snake um, oil kid. Okay, I'm not sold on snake oil. Kid. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure something out. But I mean, could he have a history with this town or something? Like, mm-hmm. um, what if he was part of a gang that's that? What if all this gold belonged to the town, and ten years ago he was part of a gang that stole it and hid it somewhere, and then mm-hmm. the gang never came back to uh, to get it, and the town never. I don't know. And now he's back in town. Uh, on his way to find it i'm just trying to think of reasons why um i don't know just to give it a personal thing beyond i could get really rich if i got my hands on that so to riff on that right like like so it was the town's possession he stole it he hid it he's so somebody else has come back with with a map but like somebody who might actually have the town's interest at heart like another another cowboy comes back and says look i found this map that shows where the snake oil kid hit it. Uh, who wants to help me? The PCs volunteer, get deputized. As soon as they do that, uh, the snake oil kid rides in, shoots the guy, takes the map, and takes off. And now the PCs have to take him. Take him. Now the PCs, oh. PCs have I, to follow him. 
I would the the problem with that that I see is I think the PCs should start in jail, so they can't actually kill the final boss in the first yes. scene of the game. Yeah, <laughs> yes, because yeah. it's just I make a Molotov cocktail and set oh, no, the no, final no, no, boss no, no. on fire. <laughs> no, you have to listen to this part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> Skip cutscene. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. And then I think about, but, but the, the rest of that could still work with them in jail. But yes, I, I think that I think the issue that we're running into here is we are giving all of this color and backstory and motivation to the villain without actually planning out this adventure at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, um, Andy, do you have a thought? If not, like. I'm just trying to let's let's pull back and. I don't think so. I I why don't we try and uh, just let's just nail down the opening scene, the opening section of this adventure, and then I'm sure lots of background flavor will occur to us as it goes. But Mm -hmm. so, Kyle, you just said you wanted the PCs to start it in jail. Mm -hmm. So I would like the PCs to be able. Well. So here is my here's my argument for letting the PCs like wrangle with the bad guys in the opening scene. We don't want them to kill the 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 big bad guy in the opening scene, of course. But what can the PCs do in the opening scene that will affect the way the rest of the adventure plays out? Besides, um, just accept or not accept the offer. Like, do they have a chance to whittle down the gang's number? Like. Um, are some of the gang, you know, straggling behind or looting the town? Uh, and the PCs have a, a chance to cross off a couple of names off of the bad guy's gang? Or, I don't know. I, um, Maybe, I would love oh, it I, if the PCs don't just if, get a mission, but they are, like, hurled into some sort of uh, tense encounter. What yeah. if what if the, the, the bad guys have... Um... Uh, have taken over the stables, so the only way to get a horse mm. to go after to go to get to the bad guys in time, they have to confront the minions that are kind of like guarding mm. all the horses in town. So there's your first encounter, right? Like, mm-hmm. like we can have the cutscene and the and in jail or out of jail, they get okay, you know, go get those guys, and then that's the first thing they have to do, and that addresses Andy's concern, right? Like, let's take out a couple of minions to start, and gives mm-hmm. us an opportunity to to yeah have some action yeah. right out of the gate yeah and we can then that also gives a the chance of running it to sort of like here's the tutorial mission too a little bit um yeah right, what, so I think what it, interests I think me there should be, oh, i was gonna say what interests me about this is what i would like is i don't want the opening scene to be the sheriff comes over and unlocks your cages and lets you all out and you sit down mm-hmm. and he gives you a briefing i want it to be like the sheriff chucks a rifle at you and says if you want your freedom you can have it but you've got to stop uh snake oil joe or whatever you know um yeah something with like action and intensity right off the start maybe if the as the as the bad guy comes in and shoots the sheriff the sheriff like you know he as he's pulling his gun his gun falls out of his hand and into the cell Mm mm-hmm and that is a tense moment. So they're 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 hearing this, they're seeing the, this kind of delivery moment, and yeah, maybe they 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 can take a, a pot shot. But again, we we run the risk of them icing the the bad guy. So it obviously it has to be like the second in command or something like that. Well, um, but like yeah. like they can be in the cell, right? 
have all this happen out the cell window, have the sheriff run in and be like, you know, uh, the snake oil kid is is back and he's he's hunting his treasure. We've got to hunt him down. Mm-hmm. The sheriff gets shot in the back and sprawls on the floor. Or or he just tells them, you know, throws a rifle at him and says, go out there and get some horses and follow him. Right? Like, yeah. the action... The action of, of I've decided that, uh, how about the Sidewinder kid, first of all? Ooh, okay. uh, <laughs> so if. How about if, the Sidewinder kid? Is, is They're watching him out the window, but the first thing they have to do is grab the rifle from the sheriff and go get those horses. So well, yeah, the Sidewinder okay. kid rolls in. So if he's, it makes sense to me, he would leave some guys in town to make sure he's not followed. So he's, he's booking it with the map. Um, and I mean, I can see him, you know, he points to four guys and says, you know, make sure no one follows. And then they yeah. circle back and that's who the PCs have to deal with in some way. Does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Why? Uh, okay. So the, the thing, the thing that I'm struggling with is why do they have to be in jail? Right? Like the, the sheriff could stumble into anything, right? Like they could stumble into the bar. He could stumble into the inn, right? He could oh. stumble into the, the jail. Right, like I think they're like there's something strong about the idea of starting in a jail. Um, so I'd like, yeah, I'd like there to be some sort of. Know, it works for Elder Scrolls, uh, but yeah. we. <laughs> I, well, I who like am I to it, argue it, with it, Elder tells, it, it, it? It gives us a nice frame and onboarding mm-hmm. for for characters to kind of like not be these like you know goody unmotivated goody two shoes, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are fighting for their lives. And they can kind of play some kind of weird, you know, Western criminal or something like that. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I think it's good. a good. I think it's a good. I think it's a good setup, and it allows for some kind of level of characterization, similar mm-hmm. to that Prison Break game that you guys wrote yeah. and we played on Splatbook, um, our, our the sister show of uh, Roll for Topic. Yeah. Uh, uh, check out more at thesplatbook.com. Uh, <laughs> and we. But there's this there's this moment. It's like, what are you in for? And then, did you do it? Is kind yes. of like a really interesting way to add characterization in character mm-hmm. creation at the very beginning. Yeah, and I think like I mean, someone could choose that I'm in because I'm like it's like a drunk tank situation, right? Like they, right. you know, like yeah, like it's not like everybody's there like some sort of hardened criminal, right? Like yeah, maybe there's someone I there. I think I think as long as we have a good range of people in the jail and they're not all just like banditos, uh, mm-hmm. you know, why why and I think there could be fun, some fun stories in here. One of these, you know, one of the PCs is like a housewife. What is she doing in the jail? Like there's a, there's a story there. And then as long as we, as long as we can accommodate a wide range of PC types and we, cause really we want the PCs to like embody these archetypes that you see um, from Western movies. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that'll be up to the, like we can, the old I think we'll, prospector who hit his partner with, <laughs> Shovel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have five old prospectors <laughs> and I, I like to further i like to i like to further propose that maybe that that we don't need to finalize that here like like sure. one of the things we did last year was do the pregens yeah. post episode and so i think we can we can say you're all in jail and then we'll we'll sort of do pregens that that meet okay. Andy's requirement of being yeah. diverse for sure yeah that idea so okay have, so let's have, let's work on the... this opening scene <laughs> yeah okay. we, well, I don't know. I don't know. I I think we're already on to the third scene, but I, I'm not running the game, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I feel like we got... This first scene is somewhat complicated, and I think that's okay, but I also like the, like, just over-the-top action 
starting from, you know, like at the top. Like, I don't think, so I don't think Sidewinder, Snake Oil, Snake Oil Sidewinder kid should be there. I think there should be rumors of him leaving town. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, think that's solid, right? Like, maybe one of his, one of his deputies comes in to shoot the sheriff, right? Um, the Sidewinder thing, yeah. Also, like, like the idea of uh, the jail being on fire as well. <laughs> right? ah! Like, maybe they, they, maybe they let half, yeah. the, like, half the town on fire. Or something like that, right? So, like, there's total chaos as well, and it's like, well, you know, like we'll take care of the fire. You go get, you go get them. Yeah, um, but I think the structure is there, right? Mm-hmm. The the sidewinder kid has come to town. He's he's created a ruckus. The players are in jail. They get let loose on the condition that they track him down, mm-hmm. and that so that so that's our opener. And then they have to deal with the henchman he's left behind get horses and head on out. And that's our, that's our yeah. opener. What, um, okay. So the, the thing that like kind of slows everything down in my mind is like, does the sheriff throw him keys? Is there some sort of button that he hits to like, let them all out at once? Like, right. Like there's, yeah, he's, 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 he, yeah, he's shot in the, the shoulder or something like that. He tosses mm-hmm. him keys, says, you know, if you if you bring in the Sidewinder kid, dead or alive, I'll expunge your record. You'll be exonerated as heroes, mm-hmm. but you got to get going before he skips mm-hmm. town. Is he, I, I think it's as he, simple as that. Is he dead? Like, is he dying? No, he just, he, he's not he just, in he just, shape. He can't, he's not well enough to go after. He can't, he can't okay. ride a horse and he also isn't well enough to go after where all the horses are in the first place. Yeah, okay. I think that makes sense. So, like, maybe they're, maybe they're just in one big cell or something like that. So yeah. it's like a little bit less. So, like, he stumbles in, slams the slams the key in the jail cell, opens it up, and says, "Like, like this is your this is your chance to get exonerated." Also, everything's on fire. Like, go <laughs> go kill him like that. Um, yeah. I don't. Do we need to have? Uh, so, like, that's a really like strong start. Do we need to then have like the get the horses scene, or do they just have horses? That's at that point one. and then so and then i think the next scene it depends is... a little bit what the bad guys are doing in the town so yeah. um like what would what would a group of bad guys be doing in the town at this point so they got the map and they know it's they got the map and they know it's on on the way it's it's away with the gang leader mm-hmm. so they've so i mean one way you stop pursuit is you take the you know you take horses out of the question right yeah so there would be urgency i think to the if i i am kind of interested in giving the bad guys like there's like two teams of bad guys and they're each doing something that's going to mm. hurt the pc's ability hurt the pc's so the pc's need to decide quickly which what do they care about more maybe one group of bad guys is going to i don't know it's i don't know if it's realistic that like all the horses would be in one place but but yeah. if it's a small enough town, maybe it is, you know, so maybe, yeah. maybe one group of bad guys is going to go set the stable on fire and, or release all the horses or just cause chaos. And I don't know what the other group would be. Maybe the other group is hunting around is, I don't know, is they would hunting be gathering down supplies. Known, if they're, if like, they're getting ready to to flee to Mexico, yeah, they, they, they need all the booze and robbing the town. They can lay, lay their mitts on. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah, yeah, like, maybe like, there's a looting. Uh, one squad is looting and the other squad is trying to, uh, I don't know. If they're eliminate if they're, pursuit by setting the horses free. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. So if they're looting, 
I guess like, yeah, so the, that's just gonna have to be sort of background, right? Like you don't really want the PCs to stop to do anything about that at that point, right? Cause like the inciting action that we're trying to drive them towards is like go chase down the, the side piece yeah. kid. Um, I, I think the thing, the thing that I, the thing that I, I like about this first town encounter is when it's, it's a very different tone. Uh, mm-hmm. because it's like they, they, you can do a social encounter here, uh, mm-hmm. versus if you're at the hideout in the mines, they're yeah, going right. to assume you're there to stop them. Right. Like, yeah. so this is your chance to try, you know, to try to, uh, and may I interest you in a game of chance, you know, like that yeah. kind of like weird stuff you can do in this, like they, they feel like they're, they're on top of the world. They have all the cards, but here come our plucky PCs with a cockamamie plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it's it, after after that point, they have to kind of like, you know, be ready with to to to, to pull iron. Yeah. So mm-hmm. is there one? Is there like so? Two quick things. First of all, kind of like the idea of like uh, having a wanted. I like that idea of wanted poster for like every member of this gang, yes. and then you hand it you tear it into or something or you hand it to the players with each time they drop a, a goon, uh, like, yes. like that you're, yeah. And that you, and you honor that by having that person not be present, like later on in the mine or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about having, what, is there like a, a quirky, a quirky second in command who's here in town? Uh, it's like a, a kind of a, a real flavorful villain that they can mm-hmm. uh, engage with. And by either yes. through combat or by some sort of wacky social encounter or something like that. Yeah, there is a like a two face style guy with like a coin that he flips. Like so they like, <laughs> they walk up to they they walk up to get the yeah. horses, right? And he's just like, well, like yeah, he's like heads or tails and like flips it, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, like he can't decide. resist a certain kind of challenge. Yeah, and what then, if uh, except what if it's cards? Like what if yeah. he's like. Uh, I mean, just so that we don't get sued by Warner Brothers or whatever. What if, oh, right. uh, yeah, yeah. what if he pulls uh, the the card off the top of a deck, and if like depending on what house it is or something like that, uh, he he takes some action. I don't know. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah if his if his if his name is like yeah, high, high card Clyde or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they can oh, do a but... simple draw game, like a simple draw poke, like draw high card game. He's like, I'll let you go if. You can draw higher than me, you know, or some, some yeah. sort of, and we could sort of work out the details, but like there's an opportunity to engage him in a way that isn't just combat. That could be yeah. really fun. And that would let the PCs. So if the PCs don't want to take that bait, they can just start shooting. Yeah. Uh, but, but then they're so, down bullets. Yeah. If there's <laughs> yes. at least, yeah. If there's at least one I'll, PC, I'll you know, who's a, that, a gambler oh, or something like that, yeah. Um, yeah. this would give them a chance to shine too. Okay, but I, I like your resource management attitude here, Kyle. Bullet think... accounting is a yeah. key factor because you <laughs> want you want it to be this tense thing. Yeah. At the end, you know, uh, and oh, and you totally. also have to you have to have like all of these like you know dangling chandeliers or like dynamite mm-hmm. crates hanging by a thin thread, like very yeah. shootable objects. Yes. <laughs> really, time crisis. Yeah. Real um, mad dog okay. situation. Yeah, so I like that, and you know, it could be the sort of thing too where he's like, he makes you play for every every horse that you want. Too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Something. So it's like, yeah, you get like keep on, and I'll have a physical deck too, right? That I'm flipping cards off of. Like, we'll, we'll play it straight. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that could be 
that could be super fun. So it's like a, we 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 have forty five minutes left. Yeah, so okay. we need to I'm, move. Along. I'm gonna I'm gonna propose scene three, okay. Uh, okay. which is they have to make it to the mines, uh, but the 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 planes are being patrolled by uh uh somebody who has like i don't know like a bunch of uh uh rabid coyotes at his beck and call or something Whoa. like that like yeah i don't know just like you could get a little weird with it but just like the idea that that they're you you i don't know like there's there's some kind of set piece in the chase somebody is stopping yes. you from getting across the planes so yeah what if we i mean W- would it work to create like a random table here of uh you roll once or yeah. twice on the table and you know for to cover the journey like what what do you bump into uh mm-hmm. while tracking down the gang and that yeah, would we be one of that. i like that a lot i tend to like i don't know like this is just my style is whenever i see a random table i just end up picking the one the thing that i want to do sure. and do that's okay do. too like yeah. yeah i do the same thing but but having those options available would be fun yeah that's a good good idea um so like kyle had rabid coyotes um i guess andy what's what's another thing that could happen yeah so um a a federal patrol oh okay like just just uh poorly paid uh, ordinary soldiers out on patrol yeah. they're coming back from hunting i don't know from hunting no yeah and they have a they have a stack of wanted posters with your faces on it yeah because right? so you <laughs> you've just been in jail Perfect. right yeah, so they're a, they're a third party that's not interested and you want yeah. to avoid them mm-hmm. or you I know s- i swear that town's on fire yeah. back there right and like, it wasn't our fault I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go over there to this mine <laughs> yeah i'll throw that's one out good, um uh i like 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 an old crone um mm. like an old mystical crone who can tell their fortune or tell their future or just wants to talk to them or or you know sort of has some some eerie creepy quality to her that yeah that um or that the she, old that can help her that turn is singing donkey oh yeah. boy <laughs> yeah it's weird no, that I, one just never gets rolled i don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really like that idea like roving roving predators of some sort so like a pack of wolves or something like that the thing the thing that i will say that is probably different between several of us who started who started role-playing when we were younger is uh i don't think that most player groups are really into shooting wild animals (laughs) (laughs) that is kind of a bummer for a lot of people these days so yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) this is true <laughs> so what if um what if there are a couple what if there's like three quirky people in this gang and one of them is uh whatever we call them aces high blood uh gym or whatever it was. i draw uh i just like yeah, card shark and what oh, if like yeah. you yeah what if you so i don't know like what if one of them's like you know uh dead eye dead eye pete he's like the best sharpshooter in in the west and he's just set up on a hill like and he just starts taking shots or something at the pcs from a long ways away Ooh, yeah i like, I like that. that too and i like that it reminds me of that moment if we can invoke other movies uh who here has seen silverado indeed seen yes so uh, well there's a great moment where um where that character is played by by danny glover and and the sheriff who's played by john cleese rides out to to capture him 
and he like shoots their hats off and he like shoots the the tree next to him and stuff and his deputy says he's not hitting nothing John Cleese says you idiot he's hit everything he's aimed at you know like (laughs) but yeah it's like that one like he he can't resist the challenge this is another one like like he's not gonna just shoot you dead he's gonna warn you and call to you and say like i'm the best shot that is give give it a shot but you can't beat me and he'll like shoot your hat off or shoot a card out of your hand or or something and you have a chance to duck for cover and come up with a plan to to okay get him i like that as the the approach to the mine quite a bit yeah so that's like so you you get through one of these challenges um of some sort um so we'll Leave it what if the there's, yeah and what if there's like a wagon train or something that has like that's been stopped by the sniper mm-hmm. so you can like forage for supplies and come up with some kind of plan mm-hmm. uh so you know we don't have to say like well you didn't bring your bulletproof vest so yeah. you know you can't do that so like there's there's kind of like yeah like uh some 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 people who cut and ran and, and like left mm-hmm. a, a conestoga wagon behind with a bunch of stuff i like that so actually can, yeah oh. at, there's a scene out. in uh, there's a scene in lonesome dove sorry to I guess john sorry maybe i don't remember the the hero is the bad guys are uh, the hero is holed up with like a rifle and he's taking shots at some bad guys that are coming at him and he keeps missing or something and so the bad guys decide that uh, he can't he can't aim or whatever. So they get out of their from behind cover and they start dancing or whatever. And then, you know, you know, the rest. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's good. Um, Okay. So um, also, yeah, it just, I'm trying to think about like what you could do, uh, you know, what you could, what, what kinds of things, what kinds of stuff they could do to, uh, to, to sneak up on somebody like I, this reminds me of the sniper wolf scene from metal mm-hmm. gear solid where yeah. love can bloom on the battlefield and all that. But I, yeah. I can't remember anything that could actually apply to this. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll feel quite fully wild west unless there's some sort of uh, like conflict with nature here. So would be yeah. like, here. so yeah. I mean, it was incredibly hazardous to travel um, across the, um, the open desert and stuff like that. So for example, what if, what if like rivers were a huge hassle to get across? Oh yeah. So what if there's mm-hmm. just a river and then there's snipers on the other side behind uh, the top of the hill or be, something like that? It could be or, raining. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or there's a boat on the other side. Like, like the sidewinder kid did have a barge. You took it. It's on the other side. Mm-hmm. Good luck. You know, like he had to get across. And we have and a sheep, away. a wolf and a fox. Yes. And if the sheep goes over... <laughs> Yeah. The scorpion and the frog are crossing yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, can I, let me paint paint a scene. Um, paint. Okay, what if, what if the Sidewinder kid has stolen a train? <laughs> stolen oh, an entire okay. train. So there is like, right, so there's, uh, the mine has some sort of mine cart going to it from the, from like the, a train stop like that, right? So like, you know, like everybody knows where the mine is, you know, there's a, there's a cart going off like that and they can wheel it up and then dump all the stuff onto the train and then the train goes back to town like that. So the Sidewinder kid has stolen a train and parked it, parked it there. So like you come up to a train parked in front of the, like the 300 feet of mine cart track going into the mine and then the sniper is sort of sitting up on top of the mine, right? Shooting at you. Um, so then I think like, right, like then we have sort of like the, we have the escape plan that sort of gets set for what the Sidewinder kid's going to do afterwards. And then we also like have a train, right? Like that could end up with a, you know, some sort of train chase at the end too. Uh, what do you think about that? I think Nothing. it's good. 
Yeah, I, I think stealing a train at that point, you don't even need treasure. You have a whole train. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I think it becomes uh, it becomes a little harder to maintain that this is like an out of the way secret if there is like a train uh, train well, service a, to it. But yeah, but maybe it's just maybe it's just it's old, like really the, old, the, or you know, a, yeah, no, the a, mine a forgotten is there, branch, or right? Right. Like people are using the mine. I don't think it's an abandoned one. Do you think it's abandoned? I guess maybe that's that's a good thing to, to sort of settle on. I'm sure. I, I was thinking it was like an abandoned mine that uh, had. Yeah, been. I was too. I just assumed. But, yeah, that's but a good question. I'm open to whatever. Uh, I, like yeah. it is hard to resist getting a train in here because that's such a mm-hmm. such a um, an evocative part of the Wild West, right? Yeah. Maybe there's a back not a train. At least one of those things that you have to like push the yeah, two right. people to push the <laughs> There should be a race between two of those. And yes. it's just high rolls. Who can who can roll strength? <laughs> Yeah, over and over and over. Just like you know, players love that. <laughs> um, okay, all right. Well, let's table the train idea. Maybe maybe there's like a, a back secret exit, and then that goes out to you know the train. Like there's a train. I, I just I just feel like the the the, the train is going to derail the adventure. No, oh. <laughs> oh. all right, guys. The episode is done. Episode is done. Uh, see you yeah, guys. Thanks, everybody. Um, okay, all right. So let's let's back up, right? So there's you have horses. You're going across. There's going to be some sort of random encounter. Uh, Sniper Wolf is up on top of the the mine, yeah, taking and shots at you. Chris, could I just yeah. could I maybe just propose that you pick you pick the encounter that seems like it'll be the most fun in the moment? Like, yeah, I think um, as far as the travel encounter goes. Yeah, um, what we'll do is so we're gonna you know like we're gonna write up all of our notes and stuff on this in between um, this recording and the running of it. So we'll flesh out each of those encounters a little bit and sort of see, see what the interesting one is um, that shakes out from there. Um, yeah. And then I'll, I'll just pick one. I'm not going to roll, but we might include, if we do some notes and stuff that we release, release to the public, we'll have a handful of these that people can choose from. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. Um, okay. So the dead eye Pete is taking pot shots at you. So you need to figure out a way past, past him. No, I think, I think Pete's the old prospector. Uh, okay. Pete's the old prospector. <laughs> okay. Right, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Well, my name's Brent Spitzer Pete, and I've got my sting in jackass. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I didn't mean I, to I, encourage him. I just. Yes, didn't. yeah. Well, it doesn't take much. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, then what is the, what's the sniper's name? This is actually kind of an important part of all this. So we're going to have wanted posters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, he's the, uh, he's, uh, He's uh, it can't be Dead Eye Bob. What about a what about a she? Uh, like what about yeah. like um? We've been, we've been saying a lot of he here. What if she's yeah. um, like Dead Eye Dixie or Dixie Dead Eye? Ooh, or that's yeah. good. That, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. So does she have? So is she? Can she just? Does she just have any old rifle she can pick up and she can shoot it like crazy? Or does she have like this mag like crazy? custom yeah. built uh it's a crazy custom thing that the oh, players yeah. could then get to yeah. an advantage layer yeah i think they could get it but they would have like they would be like disadvantaged to fire it like, <laughs> so it's so customized yeah to her, but it looks really cool like it's probably very powerful right like yes um, okay so dixie dead eye i like that that name a lot okay so dixie dead eyes up there um is it possible to get past her without killing her or do you have to in order to get into the mine i think it should be possible to get past her without killing her but um i think we should give her a motive and then if and then if the pcs can find a way to 
to um I mean, what's her motive? Like, does she want to get rich? Is she personally loyal to uh I forget the name of our main bad guy? Uh, is she just not settled on a name? Is she just is she suspect she's gonna get double crossed and so she's questioning her loyalty? I mean, maybe if we just give her kind of a personality and a motive Mm -hmm. that you can see what happens in play if the PCs try to do something other than shoot her. Like maybe they try to like that'd be so classic Western, like try to convince her to come over to their side or say, you know, you know the snake oil kid is just gonna leave he's just left you back here. He has no intention of bringing you along with him, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's another opportunity for role playing. I think the I think it's a great idea to have the character be revealed through the fact that she keeps shooting off their hats, she keeps shooting at their feet. Mm. They're clearly warning shots. Like she's not a cold blooded killer. Um, I like that. And also, if there was if there was like a um, a bunch of like wild horses or uh, cattle around or something like that. Oh, maybe for the afternoon. Yeah, right. And they could they could start a stampede, which would start mm-hmm. a dust cloud that they could then approach, kind of like w- w- un- invisibly behind. Uh, or they could talk. Yeah, they have like different options to yeah. try to solve the dead eye Dixie problem. Yeah, yeah, if this gang has been troubling the area for a while, they would have stolen. Maybe this is where they graze their stolen cattle. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe it's just some rancher's cattle that just happen to be here and we're going to take advantage of them. Like, either yeah. way. Okay. Yeah. Because ranchers, cause ranchers' city folk is actually a tension we've ignored completely, but it's huge in westerns. So mm-hmm. let's throw a rancher in here because it's always got to be rancher. And maybe the, ra- yeah. maybe the rancher's pinned down. So, like, you know, just like, yeah, get me, get me out of here alive and... Uh, yeah, I, you can use whatever's in this wagon or what I don't know. Like, there's all kind. There's a couple of different ways to to handle that. Mm-hmm. But I think you know we have a half hour left, so I think yeah. we move on to area four. Yeah, and Chris, uh, I think I guess GM. I mean, there's obviously we've just thrown out a ton of different ideas here, but you might you'll just have to gauge on the fly. I mean, if that first encounter takes a full half of the allotted time, you know. Then just mm-hmm. breeze you just breeze through with a with a minor encounter on travel and get right to the mine. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Well, we can't do the minor encounters because we haven't gotten to the mine yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so shall minors, we move up? Not miners. <laughs> yeah. Episode's yeah, done, guys. Uh, for real this time. Uh, so yeah. shall was, we? Uh... Right too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so let's so let's let's get into the let's get into the mine. Yeah. So I think there's you know there's ways we can kind of massage massage that on the fly. I think to get into the mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, can I tell you a vision I just had though? Like of a, course. Like yeah. a, uh, I'm so, I'm, I'm nervous gonna... about what's going to come out of your mouth. Here, well, but go uh, ahead. So in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, mm-hmm. everybody's everybody. Uh, there's that great moment where uh, River Phoenix and his his bugle blowing friend discover the guy stealing the treasure, and I'm sort of seeing like this is like a stealth opportunity for stealth to sneak up on the 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 treasure hunters and and sort of decide what to do from there that's just yeah. like i don't have a specific suggestion there i just want to put that image in everybody's brain because i think it's so good and would be great oh here. so like they yeah like the part remember they, they look over and you see the guy in the hat but it's not really indiana jones and they lift up the cross and they they're all hooting and hollering and yeah yes yeah no i like that yeah so i think yeah whatever the the actual first the first shot that they get to see of um, 
of uh, Snake Oil Kid. Yeah, they're like they're on a cliff or like you know some some sort of cave that they can. Kind or of... the edge of the cave, or like yeah, like the the nice thing about a mine, it has natural cliffs and caves and turns and corners, and they can sort of sneak up, you know, or try to follow his sound. Like there's this great there's an opportunity here to create great atmosphere, right, with an echoey mine. Yeah. Um, and you hear the sounds of somebody, but you're trying to figure out where they are coming from. Um, and maybe there's sentries, but you've eluded them. And I don't know. I feel like you could create a real mood in this encounter of, of uncertainty and, um, and tracking. So, yeah. That's the other thought and if we were, uh, I like that we haven't, you know, gone into the sort of weird West territory, but if we mm-hmm. were to throw like one, kind of weird thing in more as a curiosity than as like a plot thing it might be fun to do that here at the mine section oh yeah Hmm. i mean this this if this is the late west there could be dinosaur bones in the mine and i love it you know that would be cool that that could because like it started as a mine and then it turned into like dinosaur bone yes uh, guys stop me because now i want it to be like the treasure is actually uh, this is the Bone Wars, and the treasure is actually somewhere <laughs> a skeleton that uh, was going to make the town this, rich. And yeah, yeah. No, what if this is like this is why it's abandoned? Yeah, what if it's abandoned? Yeah. Yeah, what if it's just chock full of fossils and bones? What if it was like a tar pit or something like that in the distant past, mm-hmm. and it's just full of dinosaurs? And it stuff. scared everybody off. But now these yeah. these city slickers are like, we want those bones and we don't care what you have to do to get them. Like uh-huh. this was literally the bone wars. Like people did this. They, yeah, they sent true. unscrupulous people out West to dig these things up and sneak them back to New York. So mm-hmm. that would and be a fun. Is place. that where archaeology was born? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. It, basically. Yeah. So, Hey, um, uh, okay, we're at wait, the mine. Wait. Okay. Right? I like, so just real quick, I like the idea of dinosaur bones, but I don't, I think I want it to be like, that's why the mine is abandoned. Cause they started to like find these giant bones and the preacher was like, absolutely not. Like it's the you, devil. Are, you are not allowed to be in this mine anymore. Right. And then like that right. kind of comes to a convenient, like you're going to go to what mine? Like you're not, yeah. So, okay. You're crazy. There's monsters in there. Yeah. yeah like, there's, it's yeah. the, it's the haunting of the mine, but the, but yeah. But it's not really haunted. It's just people are terrified of, of these giant bones and what creatures they were. Yeah. So now shall we switch into kind of a dungeon design mode here? Um, yeah. So like looking at the outline that we have right here, uh, the dungeon design, we have we have room for basically like one, one thing <laughs> in the mine, one interesting thing, then the encounter with, with, uh, with Snake Sidewinder Oil Kid. Kid. And then, yes, they call it sidewinder good. Um, and then, then there's going to be have to be some sort of exit, right? Like, so we don't have like yeah. a ton of room within within the mine here. It could be because we've already had two kind of big potentials for like big action set pieces, mm-hmm. um, uh, or at least things that that threaten gunfire. It might even be like a simple choice. Like, there's an elevator shaft. The I don't know if elevators were period appropriate for these kinds of mines, but who cares? Um, <laughs> but I I do think that it would be interesting if like the elevator is already down, mm-hmm. and so your choice is do we do we make some athletics rolls to see if we can sneak down this elevator shaft, or do we do we crank the elevator back up and let them know that we're on our way? It, mm. It's kind of like a sort of interesting choice, but I'm not totally sold on it. Here's another like another possibility. If it's an old abandoned mine, so that would be kind of dangerous to to traverse, what if there's not really any combat encounters in the mine, but the challenge is that uh, the bad guy has already gone through and, like, he got over the chasm and he climbed up here, but he is 
not left like a way across for you. Like you have to navigate mm. in the steps of somebody who's already, who came with the right equipment to do this. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of like the elevator idea or the boats on the other side of the river. Like mm-hmm. you see how they did it, but that's not available. Yeah. Like so there's, you, you see the pole it? he used to uh, climb across the chasm, but it's on the other side. Yeah, they pulled like it back. that. Yeah. I like I like John's idea of the boat on the other side. Um, okay. So if the like I like the elevator is down, so you got to sort of decide yeah. how to do that. Uh, I, let's just go with the the chasm, right? Like, so there's a chasm and there's like a ladder, a ladder that's been pulled across to the other side. It's like maybe it's just like you could jump it, but you you know, like you you die if you don't make it, um, right? And just sort of let the let the players figure out exactly how they want to clear that. Um, and if there's if we're going to do an elevator, let's try to let's it, they wouldn't have an actual like powered elevator. So it would be mm-hmm. like the world's ricketyest, like, yes. uh, yes. like hand cranked, yeah. mm-hmm. um, yeah. basically a basket or, you know, something, yeah. something kind of uh, like you humans should never really step into that sort of contraption. Right. Right, but it's a yeah. You fill the basket with rocks, and then you take rocks out, so it goes up. Right, and, and maybe like the miners ride down, up and yeah. down with the rocks, but that's you know, yeah. And it's a long. It's like the wheel is squeaky as heck, and it, uh, you know, every time you go down, you're at least faking yeah. die rolls, like the thing is going to break. You know that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Faking die rolls. Oh no, <laughs> I would never. I don't know. Never, I think ever. that's actually that's a really good idea. Is like just even like if they use the elevator, like you know, it starts to plummet, and so they have a chance to they have a chance to jump out on the appropriate floor or land yes. on a floor below or something like that, oh. and they cause a lot of noise. Uh, but yeah, and their other option would be like to climb down the chains or something like that, mm-hmm. or. Or you know, or or look for another path. Yeah, um, maybe that's... there's another path that's very well hidden, right? If they, yeah, yeah. Um, or it's really like it just takes a while to get there, right? So it's like I think they're again going back to the time pressure idea on this, right? Like, so if you take mm. that path, it's going to take you an hour to get around versus the mine shaft. It's going to be you know, yeah. so the bad guy is not coming back this way with the loot, right? He has no. another way out of here somehow. Yeah. He has another way out, and I think we can get to that. But let's let's do. There could be okay. a map in uh, just a very simple map in the mine at the beginning, like you know, next mm-hmm. to a lantern that's that's conveniently still lit or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, so like the, that. That yeah. way, it, the the choices are obvious, and they're not sitting there planning for a half hour without any more information. Oh, like just really to just idea, to yeah. drag my river idea back in. Like it became clear that there's a river that flows under the mine, and what he's going to do is hop in a boat and yes. escape. Yep, underground rivers are great underground yes, rivers that's perfect all the time perfect um okay that is really great okay so if they if they do the elevator do you need the chasm or does the elevator just go no. down to like whatever the main uh, room is i think I we think can skip the chasm okay yeah so the it's like yeah the the real kind of thinky puzzle in this whole thing is you know what do you do with the mine shaft elevator right, um, and right. then then you get down and then like let's kind of describe then is that the room where he's digging up the treasure yeah at that I point think so. i okay. don't think so we need to have right. any more like rooms in between this and where he's yeah. digging the treasure but i do think we i think it's just i would it'd be too fun to to not use like a twisty creepy mind to some effect 
even if it's just like doing some stage setting. So I do like the idea of them like having to navigate their way through here on his trail a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's Thank a light you. in a room way down the yeah. way down, and they have to, you know, weave their way back there. Yeah, like what if they land and like so you like you land and there's like ten feet of cave and then it turns like it's a sharp left, right? So you like you land and you have this like dark expanse and you can kind of see some light coming coming down from the other end, um, and then as soon as they get around that corner, like his last henchman is there and it's like just a guy that has brass knuckles, right? It's just like this big beefy (laughs) beefy dude that wants to punch everybody. (laughs) Yeah. I was trying to think of like, could we have an encounter with like the final quirky henchman here? Um, So can I just throw in somewhere around here? There needs to be like stacks of rotting and possible and unstable dynamite. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. There's probably some on the mine, like the the mine cart thing or the, the mine shaft. Okay, so let's let's describe that. Uh, I think I think I like the idea of like a constrained hallway fight scene with the the last hench person. Um, do you like the idea of like a a, a bruiser? Okay, yeah, I do. I, I I like I also like the idea that maybe he's like he's got some kind of gimmick where like he has he has like comically large ears, so he can like he do, he can fight in the dark. With Ooh. using echolocation or something, he just holds us back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's that boy. Good. Uh, and and so like he, you know, you have to really pay attention to light sources, and that's the thing that he attacks first. Uh, he, okay, so what if he's called the bat, but he also carries a bat? <laughs> that's what. <laughs> yes. <he's>, Although, <laughs> oh, God. would there have been bats at this point in history? Baseball uh... certainly doesn't exist. Cricket might have though. I think cricket probably did. I think they so have. The... If he's British and he has like, a... <laughs> he has a cricket. <laughs> oh, bat, that's too good. Have... Oh my goodness! Yeah. What if he? Yeah, he's British. What if he? Yeah, he carries a bat. He's got big ears. Um, what would would he be in like full like British dress as well? <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, British, I mean, what if what like if British he's a uh, you know former former uh, member of you know some part of the British military or something. And he, yeah. it's a point of pride that he still wears his uniform. Perfect. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got this really posh. Uh, Actually, outfit. I kind of love that. The first, <laughs> the first official game of cricket was in 1877. So that is, that is around this time. So that yeah. Is, okay. Yeah. When was the first official game of baseball? As long as we're Wikipedia and stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is somewhat important because this is the best, the best NPC. <laughs> uh, first official game of baseball was 1891. Okay. So that that would be a little late for this. But, okay. you know, hitting things with a stick goes back way before 1891. <laughs> would they so call I've... bats? Yeah. Would that um, joke make any sense? <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I don't think anyone's going um, try to try to derail the entire, <laughs> entire episode. Over. Okay. So the, the bat comes um, as you turn around the corner. Um, yeah. And they just have to fight the bat. I don't think at this point they could really talk their way out of yeah. that. I mean, they... <laughs> Yeah, it could access. just be bats down here too. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, there could be squeaky bats that you also are attracted to the light. To, so they yeah. get you to turn out your lantern, and then you have to fight the guy in the dark. <laughs> this it all works. If you're, if it's going to be a straight up combat encounter, um, 
unlike and I do like that since the last two have had at least a good chance of uh, doing kind of socialize socialing your way out of it. Mm-hmm. I do think you know the battleground should be tactically interesting. Like so, I I'm picturing you know people weaving through different side tunnels and stuff like that. Um, hmm. And I don't, I mean, you'll be running this online and we can't break out a big uh, battle grid or anything like that. But what, what could we add, you know, what's interesting about this fight? Is it that it, you know, it's dark? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I would just, um, you know, let the PCs yeah. play with the environment um, on this one. Yeah. That's a they, good, I mean, good point. if yeah. they start making really loud noises, it's, I mean, that is just like classic Marvel comics shenanigans yeah. right there, you know, like yeah. they could throw things to distract him, you know, yeah. like, like there's a bunch of, if, if you have like a sound based, you know, bad guy in a dark tunnel, you, yeah. you have to play his, his strength as a weakness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think that'll, that'll just be sort of fun. And I think when I'm running that, I'll just, yeah, I'll take cues from the players sort of like whatever they want to happen yeah. can happen pretty easily. Um, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, you're, you're in the tunnels. There's a guy with big ears and a bat <laughs> trying to chase you. Chase and they'll you already have like, they'll, they'll have that moment with the, yeah. with the, uh, this like, okay, we've gotten this person we've gotten these wanted posters. Now it's the guy with big ears. And then yes. once they re it's all going to come together at that moment. It's going to be a great moment. I think, I think if, if they're handed posters, there's no way they are not going to like, look, I'll make the posters. Okay, I'll make the posters. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't so, worry sure about it. Okay. Uh, so so just thinking about the genre again, what if every time they're like something significant, the PCs take a significant action, the cave like shakes a little alarmingly and maybe, I mean, you're not going to actually drop the ceiling on the PCs, but Mm -hmm. uh, maybe any, anytime they do some, you know, if they're shooting off guns or they set off dynamite or something like that, have it get worse each time um, just to add that time, that sense of like, how long will this thing stay up now that we've started blowing things up in it? Yeah. I think that's good. And I think like with the um the elevator, like I think the the chain's gonna break when they get down there, right? Like there's gonna be like stuff like that that's gonna happen too. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe yeah, they get in the entrance and I don't know, there's a <laughs> an avalanche that happens or something. I don't know, right? Like just like kind of keep on closing off paths. I think behind yeah. them is gonna be a fun way fun way yeah. to approach that. So it's like, yeah, you're not gonna get back the way you came. You're gonna have to kind of go through this this underground river. All right, so we've got 15 or 20 or so minutes left, and that's perfect mm-hmm. for uh, the final, figuring out the final confrontation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay. what's so the we'll... setup here? Like, what is, what's in your mind here? What do you imagine that this is like? Um, I'm picturing, like, you get to the end of the cave and it opens up into, like, a really large space with mm-hmm. the river flowing through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I can't, like yeah, like I can't. So there's daylight kind of coming in from the top of this narrow gulch, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, and then, but I don't know where. Like, how do you set it up so they don't just come like round the corner and shoot, shoot the snake oil kid? Bear traps. Really... He set up a bunch of bear traps. <laughs> yeah. So I like yeah, the idea, but, like, yeah. to... He's uh, holding Prospector Pete hostage. <laughs> yeah. and he can't oh, a hostage is a really good idea. 
it's like it's the sheriff's son and then like so you like it's a really tense situation it's just because it's like you know what if the sheriff is there and his arm is totally okay that wouldn't oh. make any sense is <laughs> i know <laughs> how did you get no but it's exciting it's exciting so that, in John's book, that means go for it yeah yeah it, it could be simpler like he could just be <laughs> He could just have his boot on the treasure ready to shove it off into the water if you take a step closer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Or, or the, all of this rotten old dynamite, he could have it wired up like like right around the, the entrance. You know, one more step he's, and I'll, yeah, I'll hit this plunger. Yeah. Preparing to fake his own death. You know, like it's just mm-hmm. that, that could Oh, there be you it. go. Yeah. So you what know? is he doing when they... So, yeah, what is he doing? Is he just, uh, you know, getting the treasure loaded up? Is he waiting for the PCs? Is he, like, rigging to blow this mine as soon as he leaves? Like, what's he doing? I think if he's if he's rigging the mine to cover his tracks so nobody knows, like, how he got out of there or if he got out of there alive is good. Uh-huh. And the PCs are not after the treasure. They are after him. He is wanted dead or alive. That is the, the big MacGuffin. That is how uh, they're going yes. to expunge their mm-hmm. record is actually yeah. getting getting that guy yeah so he's gonna cross back. the border after this start a new life and he'll be assumed dead in the mine collapse yes yeah. yes and that that gives you a bit of a set piece and and something to do uh something to worry about as as the bullets are flying against mm-hmm. you know you have four players against one guy in a room <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah <laughs> So if he's okay, so he has rigged the place to blow. What if or what like, if he's just got sticks of dynamite? And he's just chucking them. He's like, sure. stand back, oh, and he like, that's cool. That's a little terrifying. Because you can lob dynamite from safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. I can. Um, <laughs> what if he uh, like? What if actually when they're going through the mine, if if a player is paying attention, they can see that there's been dynamite sort of rigged throughout. Mm. So he is actually like rigged the whole thing as, as they're Good. going through and coming out. Um, yeah. I like that. Yep. Okay. That All right. Works. So he's, he's rigged the whole place to blow. He is, I think he is shoving the, well, going back to John's idea. I like the idea of them coming, coming into the room. He has his back to them and he's holding up like the, whatever the treasure is. Right. Like, so it like the sun, the sun or the yeah sun hits, hits the treasure and like blinds them as they're walking into the room. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know what the, I still don't know what the treasure is. I don't it's either. A, it's yeah. a fragment of the true cross. Okay. No, we'll just go full Indiana Jones at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it but can be, aliens. you know, if, if the PCs are after him, the treasure actually isn't that important, right? It can't, it could just be gold or conquistador yeah, yeah, gold or something like that, right? I mean, I think it's got to be tantalizing to them too somehow, um, right? And I think like if it if it can be a single object to me, that's a little bit, I don't know. Like if it's the if it's the Holy Grail, right? Like then, I don't know. There's one thing that you can kind of fight over at that point. Where if it's yeah. like gold, it's like, well, I don't know. Is it one piece of gold? Is it a uh, ten thousand? Yeah, like the cross of Coronado is such an iconic. They're fighting yeah. and going back and forth and knocking it out of each other's hands and that whole sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if it's a computer? We'll just now we'll just veer. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's, an it's the crystal skull of an ancient alien that he's uncovered. Yeah. No, um, I I agree. 
but I, 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 I like this idea of like, uh, it's like the, the, the crown, uh, it's, yeah, it's like the, it's the crown of, of some European nation and whoever yeah. wears it is like the ruler. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, that, that could be kind of silly, but I'm just, we've already, yeah, I, we already have a lot of like Metal Gear Solid fights in here already. Yeah. So <laughs> I like the idea that the treasure has always meant more to him than like uh, we assume. So, so he, there's this big bag of gold, but what he, but he, but he really cares about is that crown that, be, that gives mm. you whatever ownership of something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so I do, you know, um, I do like that picture of him. He reaches in and there's, you know, all that gold or whatever, but the thing that he hoists up into the air is something kind of remarkable and neat. But, you know, it's also, that's pretty Indiana Jones territory too, so. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, I think that, like, the crown, I don't know, because if he wants to go, like, if he wants to, yeah, go take off to Mexico to retire, you know, like, he can't fence that crown, right? Like, that's not going to be the thing. So I guess I am now leaning back towards it's just it's just a bunch of gold. Yeah. Um, well, dang it, Chris. What, what do you I want mean, from me? I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I want from you is a treasure that can both be sold is interesting to him. It's not. Yeah. Is interesting to the players. Like would be something you bury in this. You know, in this. this what place. if I wait? What if it is the the cross from the the church in town? Like okay. Like what if it's something valuable to the town? That also has monetary value. So for some reason, this town had a golden cross or mm-hmm. um, something. Maybe not that, but something that that everybody's interested in for a variety of reasons. Oh, yeah, it's like, like a, some like sort a, of like, like jewel a, encrusted. Yeah, or like a sil- like a solid silver bell. Like that would be mm-hmm. really really valuable, but also like an important community fixture or thing. Yeah, it's like if you melt it down, you can go retire. But it also like if if it made its way back to town, like everybody would be like, "Well, we're going to put it back in the church, right?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. um, well, okay, well let's table let let's okay. table the treasure identity discussion just okay. so that we can uh, spend a little bit more time on how this final scene is going to play out. Mm-hmm. And then if we That's think a- of something cool about the treasure, let's go for it. Otherwise, you know, Chris, you might need to make a call in the moment of mm-hmm. like, is this what is gonna yeah. is? Do the PCs want this just to be gold, or do the PCs really need this to be a more? Um, and I yeah, I like George, that town George Washington's idea. taxidermy dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I think worst case it is like some sort of heavy like gold cross, right? Yeah. And like if the players ask about it, it's like you know like oh you remember that this is the thing that was hanging in the church, right? It's worth ten ten billion dollar bucks, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it needs so, to be. You love this idea yeah. so much. I can tell I, it in your voice. I am like thrilled <laughs> with. I want an artifact, but I also understand that that's not quite right, right for what this is. Um, what? Uh, so yeah. What else? What else do you need for this last thing? This last. I need scene a, here? We need like a personality. Okay, so like Slippery Pete. <laughs> what's what's this guy? Slippery Pete. No, don't, no, it's not Pete. No, no it's Pete. Not Pete. Is... <laughs> it's the old prospector all along, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so Snake Oil Kid. Mm-hmm. Who is Snake Oil Kid at his core? And is it Sidewinder like, Kid? I don't. Sidewinder just reminds me of the missile, and that just kind of I don't know takes me. Oh out of it. yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be Snake Oil Kid. All right. 
That I mean, that would be good because, like, if if he starts coming at you with, um, with his silver tongue and and kind mm-hmm. of like he he gets right. you talking and he tries to talk you into uh, uh, switching sides or like all you have to do is shoot one of your buddies in the leg and you can come with me and be yeah. free in Mexico, you know, like this, <laughs> this whole thing is, it's like that you can, you can totally play a final boss encounter as a social encounter if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Like what if he's a, what if he actually was, is a snake oil salesman too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like, yeah, he's probably got like a bunch of, you know, potions and tinctures and things like that. Right. That'll try to offer you stuff that he'll like, if he's in a firefight, he'll start drinking stuff. <laughs> you don't know what's going to do to him. <laughs> yeah, and he's just he's just convincing. Like you could yeah. have the players at risk of being persuaded by him. Mm-hmm. So is this a pretty? I mean, so what makes this? What makes it challenging if the PCs approach it as a combat encounter? What makes it challenging if it's four against one? And uh, yeah, what what makes it challenging? I think then the then the dynamite comes out. Yeah, then he's got the hand grenades. So they can't just rush him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he, yeah, he, he can blow the place up and like they're the only way to stop him from blowing it up would be to cross the river to go get to him to okay. stop it. Yep. Um, which they could do. I mean, yeah, they could find some way to, to drop him before he can blow the place up. Or if he does, then it's a, it's a different situation at that point. Right. Then they have to yeah. try to escape the place. They're really um, calling your bluff at that point. Is the DM. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the idea yeah, that he's yeah. like, I, I like the idea that he's chucking dynamite not at the PCs but at like the support call like at Ooh, the yeah, support like things too, holding actually. up the roof or something like that. I mean something you could um you could blades in the dark clock you yeah. know sort oh, of yeah. um I like that. Like you know cuz if obviously dynamite hits a PC they just die uh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um okay, so if he okay, so what are what are the ways that you could He's got to be able to survive at least one combat round. Otherwise, it's going to be pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty simple. So his his goal is to get the treasure that he most likely he has in his hands, right? He wants to get that onto the boat and then jump on the boat, right? So there, there's like a boat tied up in this river. The PC's goal is to kill him or take him alive and get him out of here. Um, and then secondarily, they can do something with the treasure if they want to at that point. Um, there's got to there's gotta be at least some cover that he can get behind. So that yeah. it's a shootout and not just uh, like four people um, take him down in the first round. Yeah. What is he? Um, if he gets away, I mean, I guess we could deal with that. Now I'm kind of wondering, like, would it be fun to have some sort of like boat chase <laughs> finale? <laughs> too. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're 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 riding around on like pieces of timber that have fallen from the, the yeah. support beams and everything. They're paddling after him. And... Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'll accidentally have everything explode. We can see. What, there you go. What right. There. Yeah. Um, okay. So they can. I think that yeah, they can take him out. Like maybe maybe it is a blaze in the dark style clock, right? Like he had six six hit points of some some variety. So even if they got six lucky shots on him, he's not gonna. He's not going to go down necessarily on the first round. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think to me, it's like him saying like, you're working for this sheriff and what? Like he's going to clear your name. Sure. But like you're you still got nothing. You still, you still got, you still got nothing it, it versus, yeah. you know, it's just like, if you come with me, you can live like a king. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like, so it, it is, I don't know. That seems like sort of like you don't, 
really owe the sheriff anything unless you plan on sticking around, which you don't have to do because of the social mm-hmm. mobility that, uh, uh, you know, non-fiat currency offers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're Come, teetering Kyle, that is strike three here. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is compelling. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, okay, so I think I think right. So he will try to convince them. If if he does manage to convince them, he's going to double cross them immediately, right? So like yes. they're going to get on the boat. He's going to sink the boat <laughs> somehow and swim swim away. He's going to you know try to yeah get them on there first, blow it up, you know like what have you, right? So there's going to be. I think there will ha- just have to be some tension there. Of like he's always going to be looking for the double cross. As soon as he can convince yeah. you, he's going to try to double cross you. Yeah. If um, we want. So if you want to make that villain, uh, you know, why don't you join me instead speech, like, ten, like, if you want to make that interesting, I think you need to have made sure the PCs have, you made, well, I'm thinking about my last Alien game, where in mm-hmm. the third act, everybody had these competing secret agendas, some of them very opposed to each other. And uh, in the third act, it came it became impossible for those agendas not to clash with each other. So it was chaos. Like if the PCs have been conscious that they are pursuing their own objective through this whole adventure, I think they will weigh seriously like the pitch that the bad guy gives them. Like they will ask themselves seriously, does this get me closer to my goal if I mm-hmm. say yes to this guy or not? If you haven't been playing up the here's what your actual motivation is, I think the default, most PCs are going to do the kind of default heroic, like, yeah, right, we're going to just shoot you move. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I would yeah. just, if if you anticipate wanting this to be like a tense um, scene where the PCs are really thinking long and hard about what to do, I think you need to have seeded that by giving them some motiv- motivations some of which might might uh, be helped by like accepting the bad guys. Hmm. You know, just yeah, a that's thought. a good point. Yeah, I think um, I'm trying to decide internally. Like, do do I care if they do the right thing or not? Um, and I think in this adventure, I don't necessarily care if they're going to do the right thing. Like, I don't. It's not like an like an evil campaign or whatever. Right? It's like more more like this is your choice like what are you going to do and like this guy is still going to try to double cross you so the end result is probably going to be you putting a bullet in him i I think okay i think the way to i think the way to i don't know there's there's a way to do this where like you ask everybody to make a choice and on the count of three everybody puts up a thumbs up or thumbs down yeah. And it becomes it becomes like oh is the shootout actually between me and some of the other players? Oh, um, that that could be pretty interesting. And then you could also just like have there be other gang members in here, so it's yeah. not just like four on one. You you can there's like a couple of ways to play it. So it's like you have this tense offer situation uh, where you know it's just like any you know uh, if you. Yeah, all all I'm asking you to do is is st- you know step, uh, you, or is, is to step forward to join our gang, 
And mm-hmm. if, if people step forward, then then they outnumber <laughs> they outnumber the bad guys. So it kind of has to be like a unanimous thing. It's sort of like a prisoner's dilemma kind of situation. Ooh, but, I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. But so then it, it could also turn into just like one last, you know, like heroic, you know, blaze of glory moment as well. Yeah. And then you could build in stuff like, let's say you do just shoot him. Well, then the, the item, the treasure, the cross falls in the water and now you've got to jump in and yes. get it. And then there's additional. So even if they get him with one shot, you can add a, yeah. additional that's a good way um, doing. Yeah, attention that's to good. it. That's really um, good, John. I also really like the idea. I, I'm, I'm really good at this, Kyle. I know. Well, but you're my favorite DM. Why do you need extra validation? I yeah. was just all the time. It never stops. You know, I'm what like we a... should do is we should all run this and then allow allow people to vote on who did it best. Ooh, <laughs> that'll be like a whole year of content. That's great. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so I'm also thinking like with with that moment of like everybody step forward who wants to wants to join me. Like, what if he has like a tripwire? <laughs> Right, right in front of oh me. so they the, the, that's so good they all step forward and then it blows the, the that is that's amazing so actually. good oh my i love that okay all right so that's a lot of really good ideas right okay so you you come in he's gonna immediately give you a choice you know join me or not right as soon as right. he sees you um yeah and then if they choose to join him they blow the place up right like whatever you know otherwise it's gonna be a firefight i think at that point Timing wise, we'll kind of determine whether or not there's other goons in that room at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. John, like you said, like if they shoot him dead round one, he drops the treasure into the, <laughs> into that. Maybe he drops his body too in there. And it's like, well, you got to bring something. Yeah. Back. You got to have them. That's yeah. Actually, dead or alive. That's, you mean, you need still really proof, good. right? Yeah. 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 You still, you need, you need, you need proof positive mm-hmm. that, you, that yeah. you got him. Um, cool. Yeah. So then. So I think that's going to be a little bit seat of the pants. I'll probably like when we're writing it up, we'll, we'll write out a couple different scenarios of stuff that can happen. Um, and then the cadence will be sort of up to the GM to decide like how much of that you want to want to throw right. at them. Although, I mean, this sounds like to me, this does sound like the most interesting part of the, the adventure. So I think that's a, like a good, good part yeah. to end on too. Yeah. Um, other I mean, than could go in lots of ways. Yeah. Yeah. It could go in like lots of interesting ways. And even like the, even if it's just a shootout, I think that's still going to be fun. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So they they drop them. They get the treasure back. Like there's probably like you know the mines collapsing, so they they go out the river in some way, and then they can just make their way back to town at that point. I or not. Know, or not. Yeah. They, they, I think the the epilogue is they decide what they're going to do from there. Yeah. What probably if you just ask be... each PC to just describe what what their PC does mm-hmm. as they head yeah. off into yeah. the sunset? Where are you two months from now? What are you doing? Ooh, just that's good. Real. Ooh, that's a good. Real idea. quick. Yeah. It's just, it's sunset two months from now. Where are yes. you? <laughs> yeah. You've all jumped in the river. Like yeah, you're floating away, and then yeah, fade to black. Is it? And then did anybody listen to the? Um, uh, just as a digression, I'm going to make you edit something, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> Well, do you anybody listen to the actual play where they did Knights Black Sa- Knights Black Agents on one shot? Uh, I think that was the first one. Yeah. That's, well, the great thing is there were three players, there were three characters, and at the end, um, Ken Height, who's actually running the game, says to one of the players, um, to the about the other two players, he's like, "Well done, you've accomplished the mission. Now, Lawrence, eliminate them." You know, and then it's <laughs> yeah. fade to black. Right? Like this is just a wonderful moment of, yeah. Oh. So anyway. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. All right. So I think that's that's good for the the structure of it, right? Do we want to sort of like talk through it one last time? Does anyone have yeah. any any other kind of okay? 
does someone else want to do it or you want me to go for it? Yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you briefly go through it? Um, and then maybe we could come up with a name. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, okay. So the, the, the rough outline I have is sort of like you start in the jail. Um, <laughs> the sheriff deputizes you to go take down this gang, right? Like they have, they've stolen. Okay. I guess this is actually a good point. Have they stolen a map? Like, how is the gang kicking off this, this, like this whole, this whole adventure, right? Like, so this is, um, this is Snake Oil Kid's gang. Like, did they steal a map or did they just attack the town? I can't relive the, I can't relive this, uh, conversation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think, they, I don't think they need to steal the map. I, I think okay. they, they are, they are here to stop the sheriff. Yeah. Like they are, okay. they are here to hobble the local constabulary. Okay, great. Okay. That's well, funny that we made it all the way through and never really clarified. Like, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. This is why we do which is why we do the recaps. Okay. Yes, yeah, nice so, to know. Uh, okay. they've, they've come, they've stolen the map, um, they have shot the sheriff, they've shot the mayor, they've lit half the town on fire. Uh the sheriff stumbles in, unlocks the door, says, like, if you can, you know, dead or alive, get Snickle kid, you I will expunge your records of all of your wrongdoings. Um, go right now. He's he's at the he's at the abandoned mine out on the outskirts of town. Uh, so then from there, they need to find a way to travel to the mine. Um, so that's going to be horses of some some sort. All the horses are in a stable um, like that. And that is where they will meet their first gang member, uh, Aces High. Are we Aces High? Oh, I like that. Yeah. That works. Yes. Yep, Aces High, the gambling man. Aces High will uh, will gamble with them for each horse that they want um, by drawing off uh, the top of the deck to see if there's a high card there. Um, yeah, and uh, so every high card that they win... Um, they will, yeah, they'll get a horse <laughs> from there. So they can decide to just kind of gamble their way. They can kind of talk to him to make him gamble about something else or otherwise shoot him to, to get the horses. So, uh, so each the, of these, yeah. like, by the way, each of these named henchmen has to have a an accent. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. so All right, Chris, you're going to have to What have... is Ace's eye? What's his accent? So we know the know. bat has a British accent. I'm yeah, guessing Dead Eye Dixie or whoever it was has a Southern Bell mm-hmm. accent. Yeah. What's this guy got? I don't know. What would Aces High have? He reminds me of Lance Hendricks from The Quick and the Dead. So it'd have to be like a, I think he's just like an upper class guy. Like, okay. What if he's like, oh, he's, he's like, this is all a novelty to him. Like, yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. A lot. He's like excited. He's like, this is his first, his first <laughs> No. Yeah, sorry for the disruption. Go ahead. No, that's good. Um, okay, so Ace is high. Uh, you, um, yeah, I can take care of him, <laughs> whatever you want. And then there's going to be some sort of travel sequence. Um, and this is going to be the role on the table. So we'll have a number of things here. Um, federal agents, there's some sort of mystical crone, there's a sandstorm, whatever, whatever that is. Um, this is going to be the part where, depending on time, this might just get cut entirely. I, I would just right. cut it personally. I think, I think, I think there's enough. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty smart. Yeah, there's no cool hunch hench person, so why bother? <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, yeah, you're riding, and then as you're riding, someone's hat gets shot off, whatever, right? And that's where um, Dixie Deadeye shows up. So yes. Dixie Deadeye is a sniper. She's sitting on top of the mine, uh, the mine entrance, and she is going to harass you to um, try to make you go away. She doesn't want to kill you, but she definitely doesn't want you to enter the mine. So then it's up to the players to decide how to get past her. Yeah. 
um, once they're inside, there is a lantern, a lit lantern with a map of the mine, <laughs> a very video game lighting style <laughs> setup here. <laughs> uh, yeah, with an exclamation point above it, and it's like outlined in yellow. <laughs> um, it seems to yeah, fill then, out as you walk through the mine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, so your mini map will show you that you can either go down the elevator or that there's some sort of like winding path that you can also take that also gets down to the, the same spot. Um, the, the elevator is going to be the, the most tantalizing option there because they don't have a whole lot of time. Um, so they're going to go down. Um, once they solve that, that puzzle, they will have an encounter with the bat <laughs> um, That's right. in the tunnels, right? And so the bat has large ears, you can kind of hear all their movements and has a bat. <laughs> that he, he swings and maybe for a fact, there will also be bats in the, in the tunnel as well that <laughs> can fly around. Too. Excellent. Um, yeah, and then once they get past um, past the bat, and then get into the the main room. So this is the main room. It's like a gulch, right? Like so, there's like a river going through it. On the other side of the river, this is where we see our main villain, Snake Oil Kid, for the first time. So Snake Oil Kid is holding the golden cross. <laughs> um, gives them the choice of join me, you know, like, you know, join me or die, <laughs> uh, join me or turn back. Um, and yeah, from there, right. Lots of stuff can happen. Right. So like he has rigged the place to blow up. Um, there is the chance that Another he might henchmen. just, yeah, there's henchmen. Um, there is support <laughs> structures that he might be blowing up. He has TNT he can throw all that. He will try to double cross them at any, any way he possibly can. Um, yeah. So their, their goal then is to take him out. Um, to either get proof that he's dead or to bring him back alive and then they can do what they want with the treasure do what they want with the treasure and we will fade to black from there yeah chris that sounds great the way you relate it like that i think that's yeah. i think that's a really solid adventure i think i have a question adventure. you only yeah. forgot the dinosaur bones and then you'll oh yeah, yeah, dinosaur bones thank you um yeah uh also uh here's what we're going to spend the next 30 minutes talking about what yeah. is the name of the town? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> if you really are going to spend the next 30. I'd almost rather name the adventure than the town. <laughs> well, see, if you do, if you, if we can name the town, you could just call it incident at whatever the town name is. Yeah. yeah. Incident at, yeah. Um, I mean, like, okay. So like, what are the, the things that the town would be named after? I mean, it could be named after, this lost treasure, right? Like the, the dinosaur bones is another good option. Um, dry bone gulch, dry bone gulch. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, Mario level. <laughs> yeah, that is, that does sound like a Mario level. Do you know uh, about uh, John? You're not a video game player. Do you know about dry bones? Like that's an actual Mario thing. Okay. Um, well, I, so I rather than kind of us sit here and kind of brainstorm, there, I think there's three things that would benefit that that would be helpful to name, like between now mm -hmm. and the time you run this adventure. If someone has a great yeah. idea, go for it. The town, the mine, because mines always have quirky names, mm -hmm. and that can be something really goofy. And then the adventure itself. Mm -hmm. I think the mine is called something like Harrowing Bones Mine. Like, the yeah. What about the wishbone mine? The wishbone mine. The wishbone mine. That's good. Actually. Yeah, it would just be called like the wishbone. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. The wishbone mine. Okay. 
The town of Wishbone is actually pretty good. Although it, if it just Wishbone by itself does remind me of that PBS show about yes. the dog who read books to us. I'm, I'm not mad about that either. Though. <laughs> the good name show. of the adventure is What's the Story, Wishbone? <laughs> yeah. What's the story? Okay, so you're all dogs. <laughs> um, okay. That's what we're doing next year. Everybody's a dog. Oh my goodness, that's actually really good. Um. Okay, so Wishbone Mine. I think I like the the idea of the the adventure itself being called like the the sonnet of the snake oil gang. Or something like that. <laughs> like the yeah. Sunset on the Snake Oil Gang or Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um the Snake Oil Gang? Would he call them the Snake Oil Gang? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's like the Snake Oil Gang's final score, something like that. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's something that would work. I think I, I see the. I like the vibe you're going for there, or just Snake Oil's final score, or something like yeah. that. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, Snake Oil's final score. The last swig of Snake Oil. That's a that's a little more noir, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, we got to name the town though. I think this is important. We can't leave. We can't leave the listeners hanging. Remember, we have been recording this the entire time. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, the town. So I'm just looking at some old West town names: Silver yeah. City, uh, Calico. Mm-hmm. I think okay. The town has to be related back to whatever the treasure is. I think for sure. Oh no, we have still don't have a great thing for that. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. I'm I'm just trying to get. I think the... we just call the town the town of tumbleweed and forget it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just... <laughs> how about how about forget me not for the town? Ooh, that's not perfect. Right. Actually, I like that. Yeah, that lot. works. Yeah. That works really well. Actually, that's a flower, right? Maybe those flowers. It are is all around yeah. town. Yeah. Wait, those yeah. weren't those weren't those flowers weren't invented until 1980. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, historian Kyle. John, can you write us a ten hour, a ten page uh, backstory for the town name uh, in between now and the time? Uh, I will. Okay. Thank you. So, actually, the 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 flower uh, forget me nots is known by it is it is a family of flowers called the scorpion grasses. Whoa! Yeah. It's very Scorpion Grass is a good name for a town. Old West. That yeah. is a much better name, Scorpion Grass. Scorpion Grass. Why? Why'd you name the town that? Well, we wanted to call it Forget Me Not, <laughs> but then somebody started up on Wikipedia, and we just <laughs> <laughs> dig that daggum internet's ruined everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is a nice place before the internet and Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> we had nothing to do but watch the old prospectors singing cow and <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we should declare a mission accomplished here and wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think I think so. That's really good. Yeah. So, um, as we've mentioned, we're actually going to run this thing. Um, so in between now and then, uh, we'll be putting together some notes. It sounds like Kyle's volunteered to make some wanted posters, which I think will oh, be beautiful. super fun. Yeah, yeah and a mind map. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, let me know if you want me to do pre-gens or anything else. I yeah, I think so. I think it'd be nice to have some pre-gens, um, right? And I think going over the things that are important, right, would be going back to that, yeah, the prison break game. Like, yeah, like, what are you in for? Did you do it? I think those yeah. are two two really strong strong questions there. And then maybe just some, like, archetypes of 
yeah, like the sorts of people you might see in the yeah. in the Wild West um, as a starting point there. Although, you know, we can, we can, I don't know, like going back to what Kyle said right in the beginning, I think sticking to genre is going to be important here. So I think we can have some of those like, oh, like I sort of know who this is because I've seen one. Yeah, one the, 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 you know, the independent woman who owns the bar in town and like, yeah, the, yeah we can we can come up with a bunch of characters that people will mm-hmm. recognize. Yeah, I think that's good. And then maybe uh, we chatted a little bit about guns. Um, I like I like Kyle's idea of it being a bit of a resource management thing. Like you don't just have infinite, infinite bullets. So maybe we'll do right. get some more Wikipedia research on like what are a handful of interesting weapons. <laughs> that they could have um and like there. you know and and you know we could always have the bad guys have guns that have a, a different caliber or bullet than any yeah. <laughs> you know like there's, <laughs> yes. there's there's ways to get around this but also like dixie has a sniper rifle the bat has a bat uh mm-hmm. and as long as we don't if we just give like a big rusty knife to the you know to the the high uh, aces high we, mm-hmm. we we can't we're not even equipping our people with guns yeah. other than the ones that they get from the sheriff's department so. yeah well i mean aces high is like sort of a dilettante so he probably has like two little derringers or something right? oh like, yeah yeah, like, yeah exactly they're totally useless but i mean they're useful in a in a uh, just make sure he thing. fires them both before he he goes down yeah i love it um okay so i think that's that's fun um yeah is there yeah, so we have some pregens. I think we have a good idea of like who the who the NPCs are. The sheriff probably needs a little bit of work about like you know who the sheriff is. Um, so it's not just generic sheriff. Um, mm-hmm. Does he throw them all like deputy badges too? I think. I think Maybe. honestly, it's enough. It's enough mm-hmm. that they're they're trying to exp- you know expunge the yeah. criminal okay. record. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right um cool yeah and we've got the name the wishbone mine scorpion grass is the town snake oil's final score nice all right well done guys awesome thank you all so much this was super fun um i will give you give you a chance to say goodbye in your own words (laughs) as well but just give me a second uh yeah so um this has been roll for topic and again thank you splat bookers for joining us Splat bookers, yeah, I'm gonna go like flatheads. I think is what we were trying to do. Yeah, (laughs) flatheads, yeah, for joining us on this. uh, This is a like we mentioned. This is a yearly tradition. You can go back and listen to the other ones, but it's been uh, such a delight to get to do this with. um, I think you two for a couple years running. (laughs) So we get to do it even even more. Um, But yeah, so stay tuned. Um, You can listen to. Well, I guess at this point you've listened to this one, but yeah, you can (laughs) go and actually listen to the actual play Um, that will come out a couple weeks after this one. Um, So cool. All right. Um, well, John and Kyle, why don't you say your names and say goodbye? <laughs> uh, I've been John Corey. Thank you so much for having me on your show once again this year. I look forward to doing the all dog adventure next year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, uh, thank you all for watching. This has been Kyle Latino. And yeah, this the doing these with John for the last couple of years is why there is a splat book. So Aww. I'm very happy to continue yes. this, this annual tradition. Oh, well, that makes me feel really good. Cool. All right. right. Um, Well, uh, yeah, I've been Chris Salzman. I've been Andy Rao. Remember, if your players are having fun, you're a great GM.